If your life was poured out for the sake of someone else, would you be okay with that? Man, we're going to dive deep today. Stay tuned. Let's do it. Welcome, friends, to New Plan Life, where we've decided to hit the restart button on our lives and pursue what is life-giving instead. We'll be studying scripture daily, talking about current events with guests, and so much more. Thanks for listening. God bless. Hey friends, welcome back uh, to another podcast. I'm sorry it's been a while again. Uh, things have been hectic, but I'm glad to be sitting with you today and talking about something that, man, I've just been reading about and studying, and it's blowing my mind. Um, so, and I'm not talking about you know cup cup half empty, cup half full, you know that thing. Um, which, by the way, listen, when it comes to that saying or that you know whatever, however people have came up with it, listen. If you have a cup, in general, that's a good thing. Because if you have a cup, that means you're alive. That means you can think about the cup. <laughs> it doesn't matter how much water's in it. It just means that you're alive. And you should be thankful because you're alive in general. And if you have a cup, then you have Christ because you're living and Christ is for you, you know? Anyways, I, I had a conversation one day with someone about that. And I was like, you know what? That is the correct answer, I think. <laughs> I don't think it's a cup half empty, a cup half full. It's to have the cup in general, you know, you're full already, completely, because that's all you need. Anyways, <laughs> side note, sorry. So today, I want to study something that has been, like I said, blowing my mind, um, and I've been thinking a lot about, and it's in Philippians 2.17, it says this, even if I am to be poured out as a drink offering upon the sacrificial offering of your faith, I am glad and rejoice with you all. Okay, so when he says poured out here, I looked at some other translations, and like when you think of your life and you think of your friends' lives and what what's the meaning, right? Like what are we all doing here? And he says... Even if with my life, I pour it out as a drink offering on account of your faith, I am glad. And like I said, in other translations, when he says pour himself out, he's talking about dying. He's talking about giving his own life for the sake of people around him. He's saying, if I, if I literally am born onto this planet... Just to serve you and to give you faith in Lord Jesus and Jesus Christ and what he did and how he died. And if if that's what I live for, then I'm satisfied with that. And I just kept thinking about this. And I'm like, according to Paul here, the point to life is to become a humble servant like Christ and to pour our lives out for others just like Christ did, right? And by doing this, we will live our most fulfilled and joyful life that he has for us. Because in Matthew 28, right, it says, Even as the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. There's another Bible verse that says, um, There is no greater love than to lay down your life for the ones you love. John 10.10 says, I came to give you life 
and to give you life abundantly. Acts 20.35 says, It is more blessed to give than to receive. We see this pattern of the purpose. And, and the one I really want to hark on um, is that the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve. If the God who created everything, <laughs> he came not to the world that he created to be served, which you think that would be the case, right? You know, you create the world and then you come into it to be served because you made it. But no, it's the opposite. He came to serve that world. What kind of heart is that? That's that's the real question here. What kind of heart did Jesus have where he had no pride and yet he was so humble that he came to his own creation to serve it? That's... That's crazy talk. <laughs> That's the opposite of how we would see things. We would see him to be served because he deserves the glory. Because he made this entire place where you're sitting right now, he made that. And he deserves all the glory he deserves. I mean, <laughs> but he came to serve. And if we're supposed to be like Christ, it's like, in what ways can I use my life? To pour out on account of other people? How can I use my life to give them faith in God? Because at some point in everyone's life, we're going to be put in a situation where we can't handle it. We're going to be hit with depression and sadness and thoughts of suicide and um, anxiety and drug abuse and out, whatever, depending on who it is and what they're going through or the loss of a family member or someone getting cancer, someone's going to go through a very hard time that's outside of themselves. They don't have the power to stop it. They don't have the power they feel like to go through it or handle the load. But that's the point is we serve these people and we spread the word of good news because there is someone and something outside of themselves that can help them in their lives and that can guide them and give them truth and reasons and wisdom behind the things that are happening to them and the people around them. If we live, if everyone were to live their life with not a servant heart, then What's the alternative? What would this nation look like if there were no servants? If there were no people, if there were no people, if there weren't people not serving everyone? If these weren't these food pantries and people that volunteered in the kitchen and um, went to these places and brought food? If no one had a servant heart, what would this world look like? It would just be business oriented, it would be cutthroat, it would be toxic. Um, it would be always trying to get ahead and, and put yourself before other people. And sadly, that's where a lot of people are. But man, this, this verse has just been on my mind lately. And I'm like, when it comes to our work, yeah, obviously, that's something we have to do and responsibilities. Yeah, that's stuff we have to do. But in the free time that we've been given, what do we do with that? 
is that is that really my time? Because it can be. I mean, God doesn't mind us resting and taking time, but man, there are so many people out there that need us. In Philippians 2, 4 through 8, it says, let each of you not look to his own interests. Okay, sorry. I just got to stop right there. That right there. I mean, come on. That could be that could be someone's life verse. I mean, let us not look not on let each of you sorry, I'm <laughs> let each of you look not only to his own interests. Man. But also to the interests of others. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even on a cross. He humbled himself to the point of death, even on a cross. It says even on a cross there at the end, because, man, a cross. That's, for a king, especially the king of the cosmos, to be crucified on a block of wood, like, he, he humbled himself to that point to get that low for the sake of us. Shouldn't we do that for others? Shouldn't we get to the point where we're not looking to our own interests anymore? We're looking to the interests of others. And that's where the most fulfillment is. That's where we feel most blessed and most happy is when we, when we give to others so many people walk around this life, and I'm not saying I'm not included. I am included. So many people walk around trying to spend every second to, um, you know, please their flesh and have instant gratification. And this is the opposite of what the gospel teaches. The gospel doesn't teach to self-gratify yourself until you pass away. <laughs> I mean, there's too many people out there that need your help, and I think... There's a Bible verse that says um, you can grieve the Holy Spirit. And I've been feeling that when I've been studying this. And I feel like we do grieve the Holy Spirit when we spend our lives on our own passions. The Holy Spirit is all about giving. I mean, the Holy Spirit was given to us as a free gift. And in return, we need to give it away. We need to tell people about it, you know? And when we keep it for ourselves... That grieves the Holy Spirit, and especially in Christians' hearts, it should grieve because this is news that's so worthy. This is life. This is why we're here. In 2 Samuel 9, 7-8, it says, And David said to Mephibosheth, Do not fear, for I will show you the kindness of for the sake of your father Jonathan, David and Jonathan were best friends, and I will restore to you all the land of Saul, your father, and you shall eat at my table always. And Mephibosheth paid homage and said, What is your servant 
that you should show regard for a dead dog such as I. Why? David showed this great love to his best friend's family member. He didn't even know this guy. But he had a servant heart, right? He had the heart of Christ. So just to give some context, David and Jonathan were best friends. And uh, Saul was the father of the household and all this. And basically, David was looking for someone to bless. In and of itself is, I think, a great thing. Um, just to have the random desire, like, you know what? I'm going to bless someone today. And then just, you know, just do it. But David was asking, he's like, is there anyone of this family that I can bless that's still, you know, in the family line? And they were like, well, there's one guy left named Mephibosheth. And... Uh, he's crippled in both legs. And immediately David's like, where is he? And they bring him to him. And then David's like, you know what? I'm going to have you eat at my table forever. You are always going to be a part of my family and eat at my table. And by the way, notice he didn't, when he said he was crippled in both legs, that didn't change anything at all. There was no status that that man could hold. There was no job. It doesn't matter that he was crippled, if he was lame, if he was blind, if he was poor. David chose to show his mercy and grace and serve this man regardless of any of those um, identifiers. Like, it didn't matter. He just had a heart of a servant and said, just because you exist... That's enough reason for me to serve you. I mean, I think Mephibosheth is us in this passage, and he walks up to David and he says, Who am I? Who am I that you would show this great mercy? <laughs> he calls himself a dead dog. And then David just said, I just love you. I love your family. I, I, I love you. And I want to bless you. And that's what Christ does. And that's what God does for us. Is there is nothing that we can hold as a title to him. There's nothing we can show. It's just God wants to give to us because he loves us. And he gave Christ to come and serve us. And we got to have the same heart. We got to have the heart to say, just because these people exist, is enough for me to show them love and care and to serve them in any way I can. And as we see in Jesus's time when he was here, the people he served was not those in highly places, was not even his friends all the time. I mean, if they were there and he broke bread and, you know, fed 5,000 and they happened to be them, <laughs> then he did that. Uh, he washed their feet. But other than things like that, the places he was going was to the places that no one else goes. And I'm a little scared to see that our society and most of our churches aren't going into these places. And we don't have the heart of a servant because um, and a food pantry is great, you know, to feed these people. But what people really need is companionship. People are really looking for a friend. People are really looking for someone to talk to. And when we just send food to a food pantry, that 
that doesn't really do much. I mean, that's not what Jesus did. And I think that's really important nowadays. And it starts with us. It starts with everyone listening and saying, like, like this new, cha- like this channel says, when it comes to a new plan for your life, is to be a servant and to realize that we didn't deserve this life and we didn't deserve grace and we didn't deserve heaven of all places. So if we've been gifted with the ability to give, then we must give. There's a Bible verse actually that says, if it's in your power to give and you don't, then that is sin for you. But of course, we don't want to give out of just not sinning. We want to give from a changed heart and do it wholeheartedly. There's a story in the Old Testament where David kind of, he goes undercover boss and he goes into these, um, you know, homeless places and people who are poor and he joins them. He joins the ranks and he befriends someone and, you know, he spends um, a decent amount of time there and one day he reveals who he is to the man and you would think the man would ask for oh, you're the king, Um, give me money, give me land, give me this, you have the power. And that's not what he asked. He said, please don't take your friendship away from me. So I guess my point to all this is, what's the alternative to serving? And if our life truly is meant to be serving other people, how do we do that in the best way we can? And how do we do it um, without having a change of heart first? Because we don't want to do it out of just because we have to. We want to do it because we want to. And Christ wanted to serve. The disciples wanted to serve. And we need to find out how to get that heart, right? To have a changed heart to say that we want to serve. We don't do it out of obligation, but we're doing it because we really want to do this. And um, yeah, that's why I'm having this podcast today, because the world needs more servants. We need more people that are willing to pour themselves out um, for the sake of other people, but um, enjoy, because we're giving them faith, and God is always going to be faithful for us for doing that. So um, thank you guys for joining. Um, What an awesome talk about serving and um, just the purpose to our life. And it's really... It's a hard conversation, right? Because it's hard to do all these things. But it's also encouraging because the more people you serve, those people become friends and you build relationships and you uh, broaden your horizons. And it's it's really exciting stuff. So um, thank you for joining. If you have any questions or any thoughts, uh, message me on Facebook and I'm glad to be talking to you about your new plan in your life and um, all that stuff. So uh, God bless you guys. Stay safe out there and warm. It's freezing right now. Um, Yeah, I'll talk to you soon. God bless. Peace.